Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Super Bowl champ Kerry Davis, Randy Carricker, getting ready for the Blues and the Blackhawks tonight. 5.30 pregame, 6.30 faceoff here on 101 ESPN. And you can also see that game on Bally Sports. Bernie Federko will have the pregame for you on Bally and joins us now in the Blues booth on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Good morning, Bernard. How are you, sir? I am fine, thanks, guys. Uh, couldn't be better. Well, we started off with a three-game winning streak, then had an eight-game losing streak, and now a three-game winning streak. I want to know what the common denominator is from your viewpoint in the six victories. Boy, oh boy. You know what? It, it's just been, uh, I think the goaltending has been better. I think there's been a little bit more intensity in, in the wins. Uh, I think the uh, health of the team was better in the, the six games that they won than the uh, eight games that they lost. So, you know, it's the little things. Uh, it's like everything else. There's there's always chemistry on a team when 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 everybody's there. And when, when there's some injuries, everybody kind of gets slotted into a different uh, position and, and it makes it more difficult. But I, I think it's just a, a better complete game. And I, and I think they're playing harder for 60 minutes. Hey, Bernie, speaking of doing the little things, we were talking to Panger yesterday and there was a point in the game um, – where versus the Avalanche, where Jordan Cairo took the puck into the offensive zone and and held it down in there, fighting fighting against the boards and not just tossing it in and going to the bench, allowing the teammates to to have a line shift. Those little things are are the things that make a young player that is working his way into to being a good hockey player. It makes those teammates endear you just a little bit more. Don't, do you agree with that? I would I, absolutely. I remember the play very well, Kerry. Yeah, he he held the puck in the corner and and made the change. There was like a three or three or four avalanche around it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's that's actually Chiefs system, and uh, that's kind of what you want to do. I mean, even in the change, you got to put some pursuit on the puck and try to at least uh, get your teammates a chance to get back in and, and really get some sustained pressure. So that's kind of the little things that you learn as you go. And I think Jordan's played much better. I mean, uh, I think there's extra pressure on him this year, obviously with. Uh, the fact that he's got the new contract that's coming in next year. He's also scored a bunch of goals, and he's, he's a marked man now. He's a game-breaker, and, and when you're one of the top players on a team, you get checked a little harder, and I think he's finding that out this year. You would know that pretty well, being one of the guys, being a star, being being one of the guys that were expected to score goals. How much pressure was he, or do you feel he was facing earlier in the season, knowing that, that you know the big contract and, and all of the things that were expected of him? There's always pressure, and, and he understands that now. I'm sure he understood that coming into the year, and, and even last year coming into the playoffs, see, he was a different uh, check person. Uh, once you put up numbers, he was an all-star last year, and as soon as you're part of the team meeting, I mean, when you're one of the top players, uh, when the other team is having their meeting, 
Now, one of the things they're going to discuss is how they're going to contain you. And, and I think he knows that now. And uh, he's going to have to continue to work harder on it. And, and he's going to have to learn uh, a lot more things. I mean, it's a 200-foot game. Obviously, I think we've heard that uh, Chief talk about that all the time. Uh, but he's going to have to change his game sometimes. When, 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 when teams try to check you a certain way, you have to do things that they don't know that you're going to do. Uh, the unexpected, so that they can check you. So uh, it's still a learning process, and it's a process of getting better because they're paying you a lot of money. you got to make sure that you, you adjust and, and that you're still the star of the team. So I, I've been in this business long enough so that I actually covered Bernie Federko when he played for the St. Louis Blues. So okay. as you know, Bernie, I know every cliche in the book. <laughs> With the Blues and the Blackhawks, do we literally throw the records out the window? Do the records matter when the Blues and the Blackhawks take the ice? No, they never do, Randy. We all understand that that it's a uh, it, it is a rivalry. It, it's been there, and it's not just with the Blues and the Blackhawks. I think we can go back to the the old Cardinals and the Ram, or the uh, Bears, and, mm-hmm. and go through the Cubs and the Cardinals. I mean, it's it's something between St. Louis and and Chicago, and it's always going to be there. And, and and even the bitterness that that goes on with it, the fun that goes on with it, we can always remember the the brawls in the stands <laughs> and all the things that did happen with it, but. No, it doesn't matter. The Hawks are a building team. They're rebuilding, but they still got Taves. They still got Kane. Uh, they're still going to uh, be up for a game against the St. Louis Blues. So it's a divisional game as well. So no, the, you can't take this for granted. It's been a great road trip so far, winning in Vegas, winning in Colorado. Now you got to make sure you finish off the trip, and then all of a sudden you come home uh, for some home games and right in your position when you're only a game below 500, and you can get think that, that I mean when you consider that they were. Th- Six games below 500, and all of a sudden they could be back over 500 by the weekend would be a really, really special thing. But it, it really starts tonight. they got to make sure they're ready to not take the uh, Chicago Blackhawks lightly. It's, it, it is amazing that how quickly things change in the NHL. The late, great Bobby Plager told me on several occasions that in games at the old arena or at Chicago Stadium, players would be getting ready for a face-off in one of the circles, and they'd actually be looking up in the stands at the fights. When you were playing, <laughs> did that ever? Did, were you ever one of the, in one of those situations where you were watching a fight in the stands as you were on the ice? Well, not when I was on the ice, but certainly sitting on the bench. I mean, it, it happened all the time. I mean, we used to be entertained more by the, uh, the the people in the stands than by the game itself. So when we were on the bench, here you look up, and especially at the old arena when they were they, well, it was just to seat the seat the uh, Chicago. All the entire uh, all fan base would have been sat, sat at one end, and mm-hmm. uh, from the upper deck you could see beer being poured on all the people. But, so yeah, so we noticed all those things all, all the time. It was actually entertaining for us. Hey, hey, Bernie, was that what was the most hostile arena you all ever played in? Both, you know, fans and versus the team you were playing. I would say the Black was Chicago and and Philadelphia too. Mm-hmm. The fans in Philly were kind of crazy as well. There was always something going on, and and it was the old days of the rivalry between the, the really the Blues and the the Flyers that kind of started things off. But 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 the hostility I think would would from the fans would always have been the, the Hawks, and and that was always something that. Um, you know, it was the booing, and there was a lot more booing in Chicago than any, any of the other buildings. When when they announced your name or whatever, we scored a goal or whatever it is, there was a lot more booing than you, than you saw in any other arenas. Last thing for Bernie Federko, we have a thing here on the show called the Panic Bus, and a lot of people were ready to warm that thing up during the eight-game losing streak. Bernie, and maybe this is really naive of me, but I, I'm always going to go back to 2018-2019 with where the Blues were on January 21st of 2019. It, it doesn't get too late very quickly in the NHL. No, it doesn't. I mean, you, you never want to start out with a real bad record because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hard climb to, to get out of the hole. But 
uh, I think it's better to do it early if you're going to have some problems. Have it early, put your game together, and keep building towards it. And I think, uh, as you mentioned, 18-19 was a perfect example. This team was going nowhere in uh, in, in January, and all of a sudden uh, it turned around. And it had a lot to do with Jordan Bennington. We all know that. And I think that we're seeing Bennington playing the way he did back in 2019. Uh, we saw flashes of it last year. Uh, but he really couldn't stay that consistent. Well, right now, I think that he's playing that way, and I think this team is gaining some confidence. Obviously, it's a healthier team right now. Everybody's kind of slotted in their position with Saad being back, which now is being back, and I think they're going to continue to play better. I mean, obviously, they're going to play better defensively. Uh, there's still way too many scoring chances that uh, are they're giving up. I mean, uh, it was Jordan, Jordan Bennington, obviously, in the third period the other night. I mean, just kill off a five-on-three for, what, a minute 44 at the end of the game was unbelievable against the top power play in, in the NHL right now. But uh, uh, this team is starting to believe in themselves. And, yeah, you, you can't uh, – uh, you, you, you can never say that you're going to continue to win and continue the streak, but I think their attitude is a lot better, and I think that they're feeling better about themselves, and certainly uh, they can continue to climb the ladder now. Bernie, we will be tuned in tonight. Thanks so much for your time this morning, and enjoy this day. Thank you, gentlemen. You guys have a great day as well. See you later. That is the Hall of Famer, Bernie Federico on 101 ESPN. This is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. When Tyreek Hill signed with the Miami Dolphins, we all thought, what the hell is he doing? What made many scratch their heads even further was comments praising Tua's accuracy. In fact, people got tired of listening to Tyreek Hill. They would go as far as to just tell him to just shut up and focus on football. Well, the Miami Dolphins are 7-3. Two attack of a low is near 2,000 yards, 15 touchdowns with three interceptions. Not to mention the Dolphins now sit at the top of the AFC East. Well, they can hear you now, Tyreek. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget, BetOnline for NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf exists at BetOnline.net as well. Head to the website today or use a mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.